This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. A ton to get to today. We're, we're dubbing this Futures Day here on the show on this Wednesday. We're going to look at the Offensive Player of the Year in the NFL, Defensive Player of the Year, Heisman Trophy, Rookie Awards in the NFL, Lot to get to football-wise. Our buddy Kenny Ducey from NBC Sports Edge joins us about an hour from now. But right now, we go out to the Roman guest line. Simon Hunter of the Action Network joining us now. Training camp less than a week away in the NFL. Simon, welcome back to the show. So so where are you as a, as a football better at this stage of the summer? Are you betting week one lines right now? Or are you taking futures? Take us through kind of your process as this we get towards camp. What are you betting right now, you know, in terms of NFL stuff, or do you wait for week one games? Yeah, I would say um, a lot of my bets, especially futures for Super Bowls, get done, you know, February. So, like, literally the week or week after the season ends, I kind of do, you know, bets for the upcoming season. And then I'll do a couple more before the draft and then after the draft. Like, I'll bet a couple different teams divisionally, uh, different players, like you're about to talk about MVP and – you know, offensive player of the year, what teams, you know, I just like going into the draft. And then after the draft, of course, that's when you really kind of finish everything. Um, Again, it's like the preseason before the preseason. It's you're kind of basing everything off of last year. And now at this point, it's all about getting the data for this upcoming season. So it's all just math. I would say like this next, you know, month or so, I'll just be getting numbers for different teams. And that's really the, building out the model part and doing all the math. Um, The human element starts up when, like, the teams are on the field and I can actually see guys practice. So right now it's kind of like you're just trying to get all the data in place for the upcoming season. And then once preseason starts, then you can really get a grasp of, you know, again, we'll we'll talk about Hurts. Hurts apparently changed his throwing style. That's a big deal, right? I can't put numbers in that can equate for Hurts changing his throwing style, maybe having a quicker release. So those are things you have to update once preseason gets here. But for right now, yeah, just tons of tons of numbers and math. Just um, just kind of not just doing it to do it, but it's stuff you have to do for the upcoming season. This is the perfect time to get it done because there's nothing nothing going on. It's like I was watching the All-Star game while working. It's just there's not much going on this time of year. All right, you brought us there with uh, Jalen Hurts and your team, Philadelphia Eagles. They seem to be very public. Uh, the division odds keep getting shorter and shorter. More people jumping on over with the win totals. Uh, the Hertz number for MVP is ridiculously short at this time. But uh, maybe you think because of the ceiling, there is a little bit of value there. Where are you on your Eagles and how tough is it as uh, people are jumping in on them? They make a couple of big moves in the offseason to, to look at it with, without those fan goggles. Yeah, I would say as a homer, I'm like really excited. Like I honestly really like this team. I, I like what they've built. But it's just funny talking to other pros this whole offseason. They're all in on fading the Eagles. They they think the hype has just reached a way too high of a level. Again, they were 0-7 against playoff teams last year, and they got blown out in the first round of the playoffs. It's like, yeah, I'm excited, but I get it. I get why these pros are kind of, you know, just – just down on them like every guy I've talked to is bet they're under like they just have them at nine and eight for the season and I'm just even even my numbers I feel like they're out that they're they're better than a nine win team I think they get to 10 so I like they're over but 
it is it is interesting how down people are on just hurts where I don't know. I just think it's a first year starter made it to the playoffs. I I have a really positive outlook on his team, but I'm, again, I think that's the homer in me where the pros they're they're all fading them. They're, they're just they're down on this Eagles team in the sense that they don't believe hurts. They don't think that they beat any team that was decent last year and. I look at this team that they've added on defense, they've added on offense. I just, if Hurts can just improve a little bit, like if he can actually make smart reads and not turn the ball over like he was last year, I, I see this team taking a huge step. But like you just talked about, the MVP odds, you, you can't touch that. It's been bet up way too high. Their, their odds of making a Super Bowl is bet up too high. They're, even their divisional odds are way too high. So, to me, I'm I'm trying to be rational as a better and not put money on it because you're getting bad numbers right now. The Eagles, where say they do lose Week One to Detroit, you could probably get hurt seventy-five to one to win MVP. He, he would drop that much just because that's how things move in the NFL. It's it's all about what you've done for me lately. So yeah, it's on paper this Eagles team probably just as talented as that 2017 roster that won the Super Bowl. I mean, you literally have two All Pros at wide receiver, so. I'm definitely excited, but it all comes down to Hurts. Like, if he can't read a defense, if he can't make smart reads, he, he just won't last in this league. And this is a make or break year for Hurts. I mean, how do you handle teams with uncertainty at quarterback? I like the 49ers. I really like Kyle Shannon. We were talking yesterday, coach of the year odds. He's 20 to 1 in some places. I, I just trust what they do there. And I think they're going to be a good team. And, and I'm not so sure about, you know, Arizona this year. And, and obviously Seattle's taking a step back without Russell Wilson. So I, I'm i in on the Niners, but there's that uncertainty of quarterback. Is can Lance play? Is Garoppolo still there? What are they going to do? How do you handle teams like the Niners, for example, where you like uh, everything about them, but we're unsure what the heck's going on at quarterback? And, it's, again, it's all about value. So that's what your mentality should be. What, what's the best value I'm getting on this team and this number? So in your mind, you could think you're getting good value on the 49ers. But at one point, again, in February, March, you could have got Trey Lance, I think it was 120 to 1 to get MVP just because Jimmy G had looked like at that time was coming back. Now, as we know, Jimmy hasn't gone to any of their training camp, like, you know, the spring ball. He, he just hasn't been there for any of their football stuff. So it's, it seems like Jimmy is on the way out. I don't hate the idea of the 49ers. My, my biggest issue with them is, like you just talked about, it's the uncertainty with the quarterback. Like, when he was in there last year, Trey Lance, again, nothing nothing against the kid. He was a rookie, but he did look like he was very, you know, flustered. He, he just the, – the offense they'd ran through him wasn't that dynamic. So, when I'm looking at it, I'm looking at teams that, you know, you want to look for teams that are under the radar that no one likes. So, another great second-year quarterback that literally no one is going to talk about is Trey Lance. So, I'm not Trey Lance, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence mm-hmm. is a guy that – you know, number one pick, he was all hype. He had one bad year, and we're all off of it, right? Like, no one's really caring about the Jaguars. Where That's where I'm looking for a diamond in the rough, a team that new coach, I already be going from the worst coaching staff to a massively improved coaching staff and Doug Peterson and what he's bringing. So, to me, that's what you're looking for. Everyone's going to be on the 49ers, right? I think a lot of people are going to be on that. So, you're not going to get great value heading into the season where – Trevor Lawrence, this ugly Jaguars team in a, in a division that's up for flux, that's what you're looking for, right? That second-year quarterback to take a big leap. So, to me, that's that's a team I'm going to be betting heavy on um, throughout this offseason and during the season is the Jaguars. I just think, you know, we, we've seen a team that they have all the talent. They just need the coaching. And 
we saw last year, the final, the final game of the year, they, they dominated a Colts team that was a playoff team at one point. So, to me, you're looking for a team that no one's talking about that could take a huge leap. It's definitely the Jaguars. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've been talking about that over the last couple of weeks. Um, when we were going over MVP yesterday, you know, you're looking for uh, some long shots there. We couldn't get, get there with Trevor Lawrence because the, the number of wins you need, you need to win 11, 11, 12 games. I don't know that they're going to get there, but maybe they could because uh, they also came up during our worst-to-first conversation. Everybody likes the Colts, and, and for good reason. But crazy things happen in this league. Jaguars... 8-1 to one to win the division right now. That was a popular bet a year ago. And uh, you mentioned Doug Peterson. Don't you think if they do have that turnaround and he cleans up that mess left there by Urban Meyer, that he'll be in the, in the mix for coach of the year? Actually, I'm thinking about, I like that play, too. That's, that's pretty smart. If you, if you like the Jags, coach of the year, Doug Peterson. So we know how this league is, right? It's always about kind of the new thing so like again he's been around the block dog but he would be in a new situation with a new team that would be pretty impressive but yeah I understand the hesitation with the trying to get it at such a high number like him them getting 12 wins it does sound crazy um but that's why you're getting 75 to 1 odds right it's like it's no one's really no one's really touching that Trevor Lawrence thing that's a, a thing as a pro I have to look at and think you know what what could happen just because yeah, we could talk MVP. We've had a boring run here the last couple of years. Two years in a row, we've had Rodgers win it. I believe both times he was top five in the odds heading into the season. Coming off back-to-back years, we had Chiefs and Mahomes win an MVP 50-1, and Lamar at 50-1 to win it. So I, I do think we are due for a long-shot MVP guy, but these numbers have just been bet down. I mean, that's the craziest part of the legalization. A lot of these guys, like the Hurts thing, he made sense of 40-1, to 50-1. to The fact that he got down at one point to 30-1, to it's crazy it's it's too much too much love for Hertz when he really hasn't proven to have you know enough around skill set to really get MVP again I liked it at the high odds but at you know what is he down to it's like some Philly books have at 20 to 1 now that's that's way too sure. low for her agreed Simon and I like Jalen but that's it's a crazy number that he's in the same conversation as basically Lamar Jackson and Derek Carr guys that have have obviously done more I mean Lamar has an MVP um you know already under his belt here. We're talking to Simon Hunter of the Action Network. Simon, let's talk about the MVP. We, we kind of went over some of the names yesterday. So top five uh, in the odds, Allen, Mahomes, Brady, Herbert, Rogers. If you were to look beyond those guys, does anyone stand out? Dax, 12 to 1. Uh, Joe Burrow, I, I mentioned yesterday, 12 to 1. Russ in a new spot in Denver, 14. Stafford, then you get to Murray, Jackson, Carr, and, and Jalen Hurts. Does anyone stand out to you once you get you know beyond maybe the top three or four or five names? You know, I actually did throw a little bit on Derek Carr. I, I bet him a couple weeks ago, and the number actually moved down a little more, so I bet it again. I, I just look at that offense where it's like, you know, we saw it before with Derek Carr. He was literally a game or two away from an MVP when he broke his leg, when he had Amari Cooper. He, he had put up incredible stats before, so we know that Derek can do it. Now you're giving him Devontae Adams. I mean, that, that offense with McDaniels should just be a very high-flying well-run oil machine. So to me, if you're just looking at value and it's not crazy odds, I do think their car is worth the bet. It's like one of those things where not that he's boring, but he's just been around the league so long. People just don't get excited about him. And I look at Derek as just a very consistent guy that, you know, he dealt with a lot of BS with that Oakland team. They still, I mean, that Vegas team, they still made the playoffs last year. They're, they're going to be an underrated team all season. Again, 
people have the Chargers and Denver above them, like the public is all over those two teams, where if you just look on the math and look at the paper, like there's not that much difference between those two teams. Like the defenses are a little bit better for Denver and the Chargers. The Las Vegas makes up an experience. So it's going to be interesting seeing this season where people are going to be all over that division. And, you know, Las Vegas is, what, 7-1 to win that division? It's, they're just already counted out where you know, they, people forget they were literally a, a fourth down pass away from beating uh, Joe Burrow in the playoffs in Cincy. It's, it's a better team than people give them credit for. So are you telling me you went to divorce court with the L.A. Chargers? Are you breaking up with the Chargers or going back to that well? In some sense, and uh, we didn't mention the Chiefs' toughest uh, schedule by far in the NFL. Where do you land on them? It's been funny watching just the Chiefs' games just from last year and and just how many times Tyreek Hill got them out of really sticky situations where it's like, again, we always think of Travis Kelsey as a safety blanket. It, It is crazy how many times if they needed a third down and they needed two or three yards, they just went to Tyreek Hill on a quick slant. So, I am really interested to see what Chiefs are going to do, but I honestly have the most faith in them in that division still. Even in, even with such a hard schedule, I just trust the Chiefs, and I just do not trust the Chargers still. I, I From everything I read, again, Staley's saying the right things. He was too much about trying to play the numbers. I'll never forget when they went for it. I think it was fourth and three on their own 18 against Las Vegas in the final game of the year, which, again, it worked out for him. They held Vegas to a field goal even when they didn't get their own fourth down. But, like, he, he does these crazy things that they cost them a couple games last year where if he bounces it out, like, again, I'm all for going on fourth down, so there are some times you should punt. Yeah, I'll be backing on the Chargers because on paper, you know, they're probably a top five talented team. They're everywhere they have blue chip starters. Like, they just have – a really, really talented defense, and we already know what they have on offense. So, yeah, I'm I'm just down on the Chargers right now just because I think people are forgetting too much of what he did last year, the head coach, and how he kind of sabotaged that team, and how inconsistent Herbert was. So, again, I'm a value-based job. There's not that big of a difference between them and Las Vegas. Like, the defense on Las Vegas is, is bad for sure, but the offense more than makes up for it. Like, they literally have – I think we lost Simon there. You know, Simon, we appreciate you hopping on. We'll we'll connect with Simon again, I'm sure, very shortly before the season starts. Simon Hunter on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for EDL from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 <laughs> off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. That West is interesting. It seems like he's on the Raiders more than more than he is anybody else in that division. Uh, yep, yep. And uh, we've been on the Chargers with Simon in the past. So, yeah, that's why I brought up Divorce Court. It sounds like uh, he's breaking away from them. A lot of sharp guys we've talked to and uh, others that we interact with, Twitter, podcast, that I've checked in with, high on the Raiders, high on Carr with passing leader. So it's going to be fascinating. You know what else is going to be fascinating the rest of this show? Because in the first two segments, we've had uh, DA check in. We've had Aaron yeah. leave and we had Simon leave. I can't wait to see what's next. We go off the board. <laughs> ton of NFL futures to come. Offense player, defensive player, the rookie awards. Kenny Ducey, we'll see later on in the show. A lot to get to. BetQL <laughs> Daily right here on the BetQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.